Hello, and thanks for listening to the Geek to English podcast. This podcast is brought to you by SiteGround. SiteGround is known for its quality web hosting services. Learn more about them at SiteGround.com. Welcome to the Geek to English podcast. Each week on the Geek to English podcast, we are going to discuss a different technical topic in plain old English. No unexplained technical terms, no insider jargon, no developer speak. We take the technical and make it easy to understand. We translate geek to English. Do I really need to hire a developer? Every time a site owner turns around, they find a new person who swears they can help them improve their site for a fee. We got into e-commerce because we wanted to make money, to build a company, to build a life. But all we seem to get is more ways to give other people money. Yes, the beauty of WordPress is that you can honestly do it all yourself uh, to start with. As a PHP developer, I am fully capable of building websites from scratch. Yet, anytime I have a new idea, I immediately spin up a new WordPress instance and start installing themes and plugins. It's just much easier to get to the point where I'm creating something new if I don't have to recreate everything from scratch every time. Even so, I always get to the point where I have to break out the code editor and write some code. No matter the end goal, nothing I want to do, well, nothing that somebody else hasn't already done, can get done without me writing code. Now, if me, a developer, can't build a site without having to write some code, most non-developers won't be able to either. So, yes, to answer the question, if you are building a website, you are going to need a developer and possibly a designer. Just like if you own a car, you're going to need someone who can maintain it. A developer can build new features for your site that don't exist anywhere else. Manage your site's maintenance. Keep your site secure. Help you evaluate new plugins, themes, and features. Help you make educated decisions on technical issues regarding your website. The developer you hire is not a necessary evil unless you treat them that way. They should be a partner that you pay by the hour. If you treat them as a necessary evil and you only focus on minimizing their cost, eh, they won't make your site a priority and will eventually move on and make another client's site a priority. While it's not necessary to put a developer on a pedestal, it is necessary that you treat them and their skills with respect. Honestly, if you can't do that, you probably need to find another developer to work with, one that you can respect. While it's necessary to respect your developer, it's not necessary to give them a blank check or blindly follow their advice. They are a trusted advisor and nothing more. You are the vision keeper for your project. Any advice they give you that moves you off of your vision needs to be weighed carefully. If you pitch an idea for a new feature and they tell you why it's a bad idea, listen, but then weigh this new knowledge against your vision. In the end, the decision is yours. It's up to you to keep your developer partner busy, but also keep an eye on their hours. If yours is an hourly agreement, then your developer will take the task you give them and go. If you have a limited budget for any given task, 
Make sure you communicate this to them in advance and discuss it. Make sure it's possible to do within your budget. It's also up to you to make sure that your developer is doing their job. Now, this one's going to be a little bit difficult if you aren't a developer or at least technically minded. This is one of the reasons that it's imperative that you hire a developer that you trust. One way to make sure that you are aware of what your developer is working on is to ask for regular status reports. Now, some tasks that a developer works on will take a while to complete. This could mean hours, but it could also mean days or even weeks. A regular status report at the cadence that you are comfortable with will help you understand what's going on and what blockers your developer is facing, if any. It also allows you to measure the status of the project. Status reports should be in clear and unambiguous language. Don't hesitate to ask questions if you get a status report you don't understand. Good developers are happy to sit down and explain everything to you. Now that you've conquered the hard part, learning to hire and communicate with your developer, next you need to understand where a developer can help you and where they can't. Most developers are focused. They understand code, code architecture, and the platforms that code run on. Some may have some design knowledge, but a developer that can also design well is a rare breed. If you need help with your design, be prepared to find a design partner as well. Make sure that the developer you're working with has knowledge of the platform that you're working on. For instance, Magento is a fabulous platform that is intricate and requires a high level of skill to work on. While the concepts of e-commerce do not change between platforms, a Magento expert will not be nearly as productive in a WordPress WooCommerce environment as they are in Magento. If your platform is WordPress and WooCommerce, find a developer that you can work with that has experience in those areas. Once you have a developer you can work with, sit down and talk to them about routine maintenance. While it's true a good hosting partner will do a lot of this for you, you need someone technically knowledgeable in your corner to set the system up and check it on a regular basis to make sure it's working. You can automate only so much. At some point, you need a human to validate that things are operating smoothly. Usually, you can negotiate a monthly retainer that includes your developer logging into the system on a regular basis, making sure that everything is working and upgraded properly. If you do negotiate a retainer, and most website owners that are in it for the long haul do hire a developer on a part-time basis, make sure your retainer includes phone calls. You will have questions. Ideas are gonna strike you, you're going to read an article in Wired, or something is going to happen to your site that you just don't understand. You want to be able to call your developer and ask questions without the clock running every time. Finally, the reason you need a developer partner is that you are the domain knowledge expert, not the implementation expert. You know things about your industry, your marketing, your customer base that your developer partner will never know. You understand marketing, e-commerce, and business in general much better than they do. They understand the mechanics of building out a website that help you use your domain knowledge to achieve your goals. They know that better than you do. If they don't, 
either you really don't need to hire a developer or you've chosen the wrong developer to work with. Your developer should be able to take your ideas and present you with a plan to make them happen. That's their superpower. Their knowledge will complement your knowledge. When you do bring an idea to them that you want to implement, be prepared to pay to figure it out. In most projects, this is called the discovery phase. Regardless of the size of the project, your developer will have to sit down, look at the current system, and figure out how to get from here to the new feature that you want. This takes time. And to be quite crass, what you're really paying for is the developer's time. Don't expect them to estimate the project for free because they get the privilege of building it for you. Any developer who tells you that this is the way they work is just lying to you. They're charging you more for the overall project just to hide the cost of discovery. If you pay for discovery, you should get a detailed documentation on how the project can be built. By paying for discovery, you own this documentation. You're free to shop it around to any other developers if you like. If, on the other hand, you ask your developer to estimate a project and they provide you with a detailed documentation on how the project can be built, Hiring a developer partner to help you with your project is a great idea if you're building out a web application and you're not a programmer. The catch is finding one that you like working with, that you respect, and that you trust. Then, trust them to do their job, and you do yours, which is to bring something into the world that no one has yet seen. Hey, thanks for listening to the Geek to English podcast. Do me a favor. If you like this episode, find us on your favorite podcasting network and leave us a rating. If there's something we can do better, or if there's a topic you'd love us to cover, drop me an email at cal at geek2englishpodcast.com. SiteGround has been providing web hosting solutions for 15 years and has become known for its fast platform, top-notch security, and exceptional customer service. If you've been sitting on a great idea for a personal site, a blog, or an online shop, SiteGround will help you get it started smoothly. If you're a professional building and managing multiple client sites, SiteGround offers a powerful set of tools for collaboration and easy management that will save you work and yet give you plenty of control. Enjoy essential must-haves included for free in all of their plans, like Let's Encrypt SSL, email accounts, CDN, automated daily backups, and so much more. Check them out today at SiteGround.com. It's also up to you to make sure that your developer is doing their job. Now, this one's going to be a little bit difficult if you aren't a developer or at least technically minded. This is one of the reasons that it's imperative that you hire a developer that you trust. One way to make sure that you are aware of what your developer is working on is to ask for regular status reports. Now, some tasks that a developer works on will take a while to complete. This could mean hours, but it could also mean days or even weeks. A regular status report at the cadence that you are comfortable with will help you understand what's going on and what blockers your developer is facing, if any. It also allows you to measure the status of the project. Status reports should be in clear and unambiguous language. 
Don't hesitate to ask questions if you get a status report you don't understand. Good developers are happy to sit down and explain everything to you. Now that you've conquered the hard part, learning to hire and communicate with your developer, next you need to understand where a developer can help you and where they can't. Most developers are focused. They understand code, code architecture, and the platforms that code run on. Some may have some design knowledge, but a developer that can also design well is a rare breed. If you need help with your design, be prepared to find a design partner as well. Make sure that the developer you're working with has knowledge of the platform that you're working on. For instance, Magento is a fabulous platform that is intricate and requires a high level of skill to work on. While the concepts of e-commerce do not change between platforms, a Magento expert will not be nearly as productive in a WordPress WooCommerce environment as they are in Magento. If your platform is WordPress and WooCommerce, find a developer that you can work with that has experience in those areas. Once you have a developer you can work with, sit down and talk to them about routine maintenance. While it's true a good hosting partner will do a lot of this for you, you need someone technically knowledgeable in your corner to set the system up and check it on a regular basis to make sure it's working. You can automate only so much. At some point, you need a human to validate that things are operating smoothly. Usually, you can negotiate a monthly retainer that includes your developer logging into the system on a regular basis, making sure that everything is working and upgraded properly. If you do negotiate a retainer, and most website owners that are in it for the long haul do hire a developer on a part-time basis, make sure your retainer includes phone calls. You will have questions. Ideas are going to strike you, you're going to read an article in Wired, or something is going to happen to your site that you just don't understand. You want to be able to call your developer and ask questions without the clock running every time. Finally, the reason you need a developer partner is that you are the domain knowledge expert, not the implementation expert. You know things about your industry, your marketing, your customer base that your developer partner will never know. You understand marketing, e-commerce, and business in general much better than they do. They understand the mechanics of building out a website that help you use your domain knowledge to achieve your goals. They know that better than you do. If they don't, either you really don't need to hire a developer or you've chosen the wrong developer to work with. Your developer should be able to take your ideas and present you with a plan to make them happen. That's their superpower. Their knowledge will complement your knowledge. When you do bring an idea to them that you want to implement, be prepared to pay to figure it out. In most projects, this is called the discovery phase. Regardless of the size of the project, your developer will have to sit down, look at the current system, and figure out how to get from here to the new feature that you want. This takes time. And to be quite crass, what you're really paying for is the developer's time. Don't expect them to estimate the project for free because they get the privilege of building it for you. Any developer who tells you that this is the way they work is just lying to you. They're charging you more for the overall project just to hide the cost of discovery. 
If you pay for discovery, you should get a detailed documentation on how the project can be built. By paying for discovery, you own this documentation. You're free to shop it around to any other developers if you like. If, on the other hand, you ask your developer to estimate a project and they provide you with a detailed documentation on how the project can be built, hiring a developer partner to help you with your project is a great idea if you're building out a web application and you're not a programmer. The catch is finding one that you like working with, that you respect, and that you trust. Then, trust them to do their job, and you do yours which is to bring something into the world that no one has yet seen. Hey, thanks for listening to the Geek to English podcast. Do me a favor. If you like this episode, find us on your favorite podcasting network and leave us a rating. If there's something we can do better, or if there's a topic you'd love us to cover, drop me an email at cal at geek2englishpodcast.com. 